0: Uh, as we look at this text, um, now at verse number eight begins the, if you will, the 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 faith of the patriarchs, the faith of of uh, Israelites patriarchs. But this scripture, verse number thirteen, uh, and verse through all the way down to verse number sixteen, is talking about these that uh, group of people. Um, and so we at least it know at least know that it includes Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, and Jacob because of the theme, looking for uh, the future city, if you will. And there are a number of truths in this scripture uh, about faith and about these and their faith. Uh, wouldn't it be something? that someone would write that about us. These and their faith. These, you know, um, there's a group of people that put their faith in the Lord. I truly believe you look at the story of the disciples and you see how God used those disciples. Uh, Their faith is a big reason why we have faith today is a reason why we have this Bible, uh, because of their faith. But let's read together in verse number 13. The Bible says, These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they have been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had the opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is in heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them city. Amen. You know, and, and you look at this, and I know it's specifically talking about these, this group of people, the those that believed or those that, uh, that were patriarchs, like I said, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, as such, looking for that city, looking for that promised land, looking for what was to come. And we talked about that a couple weeks ago, how Sarah was given that uh, information, given that uh, you're going to, uh, you, you will be blessed. And so they got to see, they got to see the blessing. Uh, they didn't get to see the end result, but we get to see the result of them having faith in the Lord. But if you look at this, number one, if you will, look at the, the faith in their death, the faith in their death. The Bible says these all died in faith. Now, uh, there's a couple things that I I see that these uh, this is the only way to die. The only way to die is in faith. I mean, who wants to have gone back on their faith when they die? Think about, uh, as the scripture tells us in 1 Corinthians, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. So, uh, you know, so I want to end my life in faith. I would hate to get to the end of my race than the end of my life and having had lost my faith. These men and women died in their faith. I don't want to go back. I don't want to stop having faith. I don't want any part of what that, is, that means or that is. I want to die in my faith, for my faith, with faith. That's how I want to die. And that ought to be the goal of every, uh, every Christian to die in faith. Can you imagine that it would be said he died not in faith? Mm-hmm. He quit his faith. He quit believing. He quit preaching. He quit uh, whatever the list is. He quit serving God. She quit doing that. She quit being a servant for the Lord. I, you, you line it in there... These people died in faith. There's been many a men and many a women who died not in the faith that they started off with. Right. But also there's been many a men and women who died with their faith the way that they wanted it to be. And as this scripture said, they died in faith. Now, to me, that's the only way to go is to die in your faith, to die with your faith. Death is not something that we uh, necessarily like to talk about, but ultimately the day will come when each and every one of us will die. Each and every one of us will take our last breath, and I want to die in faith. To me, it's the only way to die. The Bible says in, Pro, in Numbers chapter 23 and verse number 10, he said, let me die the death of the righteous. Now, that was from the prophet Balaam. Balaam did not die that way. Di- Balaam died the death of the wicked. Numbers 31, 8 and 16. But I don't want to die that way. I want to die the the way of the righteous. I want to die the death of the righteous. I want to go out of this world fighting for the Lord, serving God. There's not, to me, there's not any other way to go out than to fight for the Lord and keep the faith. Timothy or, or Paul wrote to Timothy: he said, fight for the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. So may I say to you, don't slow down, don't stop, keep your faith so that one day when you do take your last breath, it is that you died in faith, died in faith. Number one, we see that the de- the faith of their death, but then also you see the patience in their faith. Bible says in verse number 13, not Having, these all died in faith, not having received the promises. Think about that. These died in faith. And they had not received the promise that they were given. How much faith does that take? How much patience does it take to just Okay, God, you want it? Then it's got to be your way. And if it's slow, and if it's not coming right now, I've just got to trust you right now. That's exactly what took place. They did not get to see All of God's blessings that he blessed the children of Israel with, they didn't get to see all the blessings of the promised land, if you will, uh, having the big piece of land and having millions and millions and millions of Jews uh, possess that land. They didn't get to see that because it wasn't there yet. Sometimes we have to be diligent about just having faith in God, having faith in his promise that, uh, that the word of God will never return void. Why in the world are we still passing out Bibles? Why in the world are we still passing out tracts? Where's all the people that live? It doesn't matter where the people at. It's putting the... It, it, I, yes, I want people in here, okay? So, uh, But ultimately, ultimately, the job is to plant the seed, right. and God will take care of the rest, and God will take care of the, yeah. the harvest, and, and so I have to have faith, and I have to be patient enough yeah. to allow God to work, to allow God to plant this... and the, 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 For the seed to be planted, and for god to begin to work and the, and then eventually god will see it come to pass. but it takes patience and as i've told you before i am one of the worst i don't have patience this on the way to church tonight i took a different route and she goes why where are you going how are you going this way I said it's skipping that stoplight at the end of where Westport Arthur Road meets uh, at 365 and she just shook her head I don't like to you I uh oh, <laughs> I, I sometimes I don't have patience to wait on a stoplight. She said I drove like you. <laughs> Do you avoid stoplights? But I, I struggle with that. And I know that's a problem of mine. But just because it's not happening doesn't mean that God's not working. And God's not answering. Because God is answering if we just stay faithful and do what God wants us to do and still believe that God can, still believe that God will then God will work just sometimes it's not on our timetable and that's hard that's hard for me to see that because Sarah and Abraham and Isaac they got to see, they never got to see they never got to see it but God took what they believed and took them believing that she could have a baby at, the, at whatever over 90 years old who, who does that how does that happen you know but she believed that God could and took this precious child and that child uh, become, you know, and all the children of Israel become born out of Abraham and I. How does that happen? How does that happen? Because of God's blessing, the faith, and the patience. Patience. Uh, Probably preaching more to me than you, but... I need to have patience to allow God to work. Uh, And with that patience or faith, uh, that faith of patience or faith, uh, patience of faith, not that it doesn't come without difficulty. Because there's going to be times in our life when we have difficulty in our faith. There's going to be times in our life when we have the difficult times and the, and the struggles and the, and the upset times and the, and the things that get in our way and the things that, that block us from going forward or it feels that way. Not receiving, if you will, the promises in this life. Many become upset and, and be distraught. And I don't know what we're going to do, but ultimately that, that if, if, if we believe in God and have faith in God, the, the promises that he has said will come to pass. But we must believe as, as believers, as Christians, that remember that all the promises of God are not necessarily fulfilled in this life. And some are fulfilled in the next. Yes. So we see the death of their faith in their death. We see the patience of their faith. And then, if you will, the perception. Bible says in verse number 13, having seen them afar off. Faith has a good vision. Faith can see things afar off. He, but having seen them afar off, what did he see? He saw the promises. He saw the children uh, being born and all the blessings of the Lord. And he saw the blessings of the children of Israel. But he never got to see it, but he saw the future. The Bible says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Look, as a church, we must remain. Positive about a vision for people and a vision for the lost and a vision for the world and a vision for Nederland and a vision for our church and we can't ever lose that thought that thought, that vision that God still needs to work we're still here. God has a purpose God has a plan God has God has that for us, but well, we can't lose that perception of faith that God can. We've got to be able to see it afar off. Abraham, in Bible says in John verse, chapter 8 and verse number 6, the, the 56 Bible says, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Abraham saw the day of the Lord. He saw Jesus come down. He saw the children of Israel. He got to see it. Up there, he got to see it. He got to see it, but he got to see it down here. He had vision that it would take place. If he didn't have vision, I ain't going to try to have no baby. I'm too old for this, man. Believe God that I can have a baby at... Over a hundred years old? Are you crazy? Look, it's tough enough raising a kid in the in my thirties. I can't imagine raising a kid in my nineties in the hundreds. You know, <laughs> chasing them around. You better get you a good maid or something. You know, big na- uh, nanny or something to take care of that little baby that needs to run around. But God blessed because he had a vision for what he could see. See, what has God given you a vision for? This world, our community, our church. What does God see? What do you see? What do you need to have the faith to see? Because me... I need to have the faith to see that God could fill it up. And if he doesn't, if I don't have that kind of faith, I'm in the wrong kind of business. Come on. Come on. Come on. on. Maybe one day. Fill it up. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't lose the vision. Because God, if, if... If God didn't want us here, we wouldn't be here. You know, Esther was in that situation. uh, And she said, or in the book of Esther, it says, for such a time as this, for this time, God called us here for right now. So what do we need to do? Attack it. This is our time. This is our chance. And there's some whacked out things that are going on in our society. But our job is not to go around policing our social issues. Our job is to win the lost and tell them about Jesus and spread the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And when someone gets in and gets saved and gets in their Bible and hears the preaching and gets involved, the social issues will take care of themselves. Because you're setting in church today, social issues took care of themselves, huh? Amen. What issues did you have when you came to Christ? What issues did you deal with when God saved you? It's a long story, preacher. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got to have a vision for it. We've got to have a vision for it. The Bible says again. I'll say it one more time. The Where there is no vision, the people perish. But look, and lastly, in uh, verse number 16. But now they desire a better country. That is a heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he hath prepared for them a city. Jesus said in John 14... He said, I go to prepare a place for you. There's a better day a coming. Our faith produces a heavenly home. You put your faith in Christ to save you. One day you will get to go to heaven. That city of gold. A city built on square. huh? Walls of jasper. Gates of pearl. We'll all get to run up and down the streets yeah. of gold. And I think about that. I wonder why, I've always thought about that, why God used... Gold, when he talked about the streets. Down here, they you know, asphalt and dirt and some places have gravel for roads. Potholes. You don't have to worry about no potholes in the gold, huh? Dirt we drive on up there will be gold we get to walk on. Your faith... And if you've put your faith in Christ to save you, your faith will produce a heavenly home. These, these that had faith. Don't lose our perception. Don't lose our vision for what God has planned. Don't lose our perception. Be patient with your faith. And then, hey, die. Die with faith. Having not stopped, having not give up, die in your faith. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for